Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. My Word Words fascinate me. They intrigue, inspire, invigorate my curiosity, and spark my thirst for learning. I look them up in the dictionary, use them in crossword puzzles, and occasionally in conversation, reveling in the fact I know their meaning. They've been my friends for over 60 years, and we have only grown closer over time. I particularly like it when words are used in a questionnaire, whether to ascertain your preferences in a mate or to evaluate who you really are. Vanity Fair magazine has something called the Proust Questionnaire on its last page occasionally, and usually the person answering the question is a celebrity. This is kind of fun and gives you an insight into that person, whether they take the question seriously or not. Most of the questions require some introspection and are meant to be answered honestly. Most people surveyed do that. Fortunately, some do not. Martin Short was the featured celebrity many years ago, and I saved his answers because they were so ridiculous. Here are my favorites. Question, which talent would you most like to have? Answer, cure my own ham. Question, If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Answer, my enormous manhood. Question, if you were to die and come back as a person, place, or thing, what would it be? Answer, a stocky male nurse. Had me get to thinking, how would I answer these questions? The talent I would most like to have is losing weight. I already possess a quirky, fun personality by my own assessment, and this would be a welcome addition, especially as I age. If I could change one thing about myself, it would be losing height. Ironic, I think, that my height seems to have gravitated to my hips, making it harder to reach things as well as walk steadily. If I were to die and come back as a person or thing, what would it be? I thought long and hard about what my answer would be and finally decided on a flower, either a peony or a gardenia. I picked those two flowers because I really love and savor both of them. Their blooming period is short, the peony only available here in the month of May, and the gardenia in any season turns brown if you touch its petals. They're both coveted by me for just that reason. They're small and beautiful, sensuous and fragrant, and very feminine. I figure if I were a flower and didn't last too long, I'd be fawned over and admired copiously, which I would love to have happen in this life, but I have no idea how I would be able to tolerate all that attention. I would like to learn, though, so coming back as a flower seems like a good way to do that. Peonies and gardenias satisfy a longing for beauty all by themselves, No additional greenery or fancy container required. Float a gardenia in a small bowl of fresh water, and the entire room will fill with the sweetest aroma you can imagine. Place a peony tight in its bud in a single vase, 
and watch with amazement as it unfolds into an intricate, seemingly endless bloom. I'll tell you, these flowers are the definition of flower power. Just recently, Hugh Jackman answered some of the same questions in this magazine in all seriousness, and the picture he gave of himself was revealing. If he could change one thing about himself, it would be indecisiveness, which he said really becomes annoying when he's out to dinner and can't decide between the chicken and the fish. When asked, what do you dislike most about yourself, his answer was, my feet. Well, I have a thing about feet as well. So some part of me feels like I totally understand him on that. But here's the kicker. Hugh would like to come back as a seaweed, a totally unexpected answer. He reasons that he loves the ocean and it'd be nice to float around and occasionally wash up on shore. He comes across as a kind and thoughtful person. His answers are vulnerable and he's not afraid to let you see who he is. I admire that in the person. Plus, he's an awesome wolverine. Another question on the Prost questionnaire is, which living person do you most admire? Hugh Jackman answered, Michelle Obama. That made me think of people I admire, living or dead. And my list includes Eleanor Roosevelt, who said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. And Margaret Mead, who went to Samoa to study family structures when women rarely left their own homes and didn't give a fig what other people thought of her for doing that. On a more current level, I heartily admire Amanda Gorman and her ability to so beautifully create moving poetry, as well as my former therapist, gone now for a year, who taught me to value myself when that seemed impossible. All this brings me back to the questionnaire, which I believe serves everyone with the introspection it inspires. If you were to answer these questions for yourself, what would your own answers be? Who do you admire? What is your greatest talent? What is your greatest fear? These questions are designed to have us look at who we are, but the answers don't always need to be deep and personal. If asked what my greatest extravagance was, I would say diamonds, although I don't necessarily own a bunch of those. I do love to wear them, but I get as much pleasure from looking at them especially if they're big and right there in front of me. Extra points for getting to hold them. That whole experience is an extravagance in my book. It's not often we're invited to take a closer look at who we are, and frankly, I was surprised Vanity Fair magazine was a vehicle for this. I love that it's on the last page, because just as I'm ready to toss it away, I see something that catches my attention, and that makes me smile. I usually read magazines in bed in the hour or so before I go to sleep, and I like to think this kind of sign-off reading teases part of my brain I don't ordinarily engage. I imagine it fires up some inner aspects to show themselves to me or infiltrate my dreams and grant me remembrances I might need. I believe answering questions like these position us closer to the enlightenment of knowing ourselves. Vanity Fair magazine doesn't do this, but it does invite me to open up to that possibility, and that's enlightening in itself. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining, too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well... 
I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on now that you ask podcast.com. Bye-bye for now.